This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on today's program. We will talk about what the Browns need to do at quarterback. And following their big Monday night football win over the 49ers, could the Vikings be out of the mix in terms of trading players away here at the trade deadline, which is coming up in one week? That is all happening on today's edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by BetRiv. You're in the Bullpen with Adam the Bull. Let's jump right into it. On the Sunday podcast, of course, we recapped a great Browns win. A stunning victory, 39-38 over the Colts. It's still hard to believe that the Browns found a way to win that game, but that's exactly what they did. If you look at the standings, the Browns are in excellent shape. They would be the sixth seed in the AFC right now at 4-2. and two, uh, Tied with Pittsburgh for the fifth best record in the AFC, but obviously the Steelers have the tiebreaker right now after they beat the Chargers, uh, excuse me, they beat the uh, Rams and they beat the Browns earlier this year. So that's why they have the tiebreaker. But the Browns are one of seven teams in the AFC that are over 500 right now. But things are very close. Obviously, there are 12 teams in the AFC that are within a game of 500. Uh, The gap is not that big. And so the Browns, who have played pretty well so far, need to figure out what's going on at quarterback. The Browns' defense, for the most part this season, has been great. Obviously, they did not play particularly well outside of Miles Garrett uh, this past Sunday on, on the defensive side. The running game has been okay. It's been adequate. It's been good enough. But somehow, the Browns have been able to win games with the worst quarterback play in the league. There's no doubt about it. In five of the six games the Browns have played this year, they have gotten terrible, terrible quarterback play. Yet somehow, in those five games where they've gotten terrible quarterback play, they've won three of the five. And then they won the game that they did get good quarterback play, which is when Watson played well against the Titans. But in an AFC, that is, I mean, both conferences are competitive, but the AFC more competitive, where every win's going to matter, right? Where it may come down to a tiebreaker, may come down to multiple tiebreakers. The Browns have to get better at that position. Continuing to win with the worst quarterback play in football is not sustainable it's not 
because of their defense, because, in my opinion, they've been very well coached, they're continuing to win games. And, you know, even if they continue to get the worst quarterback play, I don't think they're going to completely fall apart, but it's got to be better. Now, coming into the season, we were all hoping that Deshaun Watson would get back to the guy we saw in Houston. That hasn't happened, obviously. And now he's hurt, or he's been hurt. <clears throat> Came out there for five passes on Sunday. He looked terrible. We have, uh, there's no, we, honestly, we're going to have no idea what's going on, right? The Browns have given you a ton of mixed messages. Is the shoulder still bothering him? Is it a factor? Well, it seems obvious that it is. He took a massive hit. He laid down on the, he was on the ground like he'd just been killed. He looked awful. Heads turned one way. The legs turned the other way. It was a mess. <clears throat> Supposedly could have played. Kevin Stefanski says, hey, I, I just didn't want to put him back in there. So what's going on? We don't know. After the game, Kevin Stefanski said, yeah, he'll be our starter in Seattle. And Deshaun Watson said, well, we'll see. So what is the answer? What do the Browns do going forward at quarterback? And is there an answer? That in a second. But first, I want to let you know, to get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares, win up to $10,000 in bonus money. 10000 bucks. You can't beat that. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. So yesterday, <clears throat> on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, I mentioned that if Deshaun Watson is going to be out for a long period of time, let's say they get to the point here where they're like, okay, this he's got to have surgery or he's got to rest for a few months. If we're going to shut him down for the season, I talked about going after Kirk Cousins. Now, some people think that's unrealistic, whether it's money, because, well, whether it's because Kirk Cousins said he wouldn't be traded and he, he has no trade clause, so it's up to him. What would be the harm in making the call? Well, since yesterday afternoon, something's changed. And that is the Minnesota Vikings surprisingly handed the San Francisco 49ers their second straight loss and on Monday Night Football. And because of that, if you look at the Vikings right now, well, in an NFC that's not great, they're three and four. They're in second place in the NFC North, and at the moment, they're the eighth seed in the AFC, or the NFC, uh, and only a half game back of Tampa Bay. So the fact that they're only a game behind, I mean, only San Francisco, Detroit, and Philadelphia are more than a game better than Minnesota, and I expected them to be two and five this morning and be in the dreck with the you know, the Giants and the Bears. But that win, I think, changes what Minnesota's going to do. And so, unfortunately, even though Kirk Cousins wasn't likely to end up with the Browns, I think this tried the Minnesota cannot trade Kirk Cousins. Again, now you, would, you were going to have to talk him out of wanting, you know, waving his, talking him out of his way, his no trade clause. But that goes out the window to me. Uh, because if you're, the Vikings, well, you look at your schedule, you come off that San Francisco win, and you look at your schedule. Now, three of their next four on the road, 
but it's Green Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, Chicago, Vegas. There's a lot of winnable games there for Minnesota for them to get in the mix. They've now won three of their last four. So I, I think coming off this win, I, I don't think Minnesota's going to break it up. I think they're going to go for it. I think they should. And so I think Kirk Cousins is now off the list. So what's the next, what's the plan B? Well, it sounds like the Browns, as of today, as of yesterday, are not ready to shut down Deshaun Watson for the season. So who is the best option to keep the ship afloat? Remember, the Browns have been winning with the worst quarterback play in the league. The worst. If they could even get close to the middle, we hoped in the beginning of the year you'd be near the top. Clearly, that ship has sailed for at least the, the majority of the season. The, the idea that Deshaun Watson is going to come back at some point this year and play at a top 10 level, at this point, it's impossible to believe, at least for this year. Could it still happen next year? We'll see. And there's nobody available besides Kirk Cousins, who I don't think is probably available anymore that could realistically get you top 10 quarterback play. Okay, so can I get to the middle? Can we be somewhere between, you know, 15 and 20? Middle to, to lower middle. That's going to be tough, even that, to reach that kind of quarterback play. But who gives you the best opportunity? That guy's not on this roster. P.J. Walker? And Dorian Thompson Robinson, listen, the guy, the, you know, I'm not going to totally, I'm not writing him off for his career, but right now, I, I, I'm not going to entrust him with this team. Um, I know San Francisco got red hot with Brock Purdy. He had a lot better talent around him on the offensive side. And that's a, a situation like that is a once in a lifetime thing. It's very rare to hit on a guy that lately drafted that late. Same thing with DTR. He's going to have any success. It's going to take time. He's clearly not ready. P.J. Walker is not the answer. He cannot give the middle-of-the-road quarterback play. He is not an NFL quarterback, in my opinion. So who are the best options to maybe just get – I can't even say middle-of-the-road because I, I don't know that they can get middle-of-the-road quarterback play. Can they get somebody who can make some big throws, not turn the ball over, be willing to be patient and efficient. And I think when you look at that, I think there's two guys that fit the bill. <clears throat> One, you know him, you love him. He was here last year. Say it with me. Jacoby Brissett. Yes. Not Josh Dobbs. I don't want Josh Dobbs. Jacoby Brissett played his best football as a Cleveland Brown. He knows the players. He knows the team. He knows the coach. He's a veteran. He's been around for a while at this point. Um, and, you know, obviously he's not playing in Washington. Now, do we know for sure that Washington would be willing to trade him? Obviously, we have no idea. Um, Jacoby Brissett, is not a particularly great quarterback. And, you know, his 48 touchdowns, 23 interceptions, 
Not bad. You know, two to one for a backup quarterback, not bad. That's exactly what he was last year. 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. For the most part, I mean, you look at the three years. He started games. uh, He has started double-digit games three times. For Indy in 2017, for Indy in 2019, for the Browns last year. In those three years... 43 touchdowns and 19 picks. That's better than two to one. If he can do that, be efficient, which he was last year, completed 64% of his passes. Now, I can't ask him to win games. When they needed him to win games late, he made a lot of mistakes. I can't, it's just, I can't ask uh, Jacoby Brissett to put the team on the back. I, I, I don't, he can't do it. He's not good enough. But he's clearly a step, a, a, a level better than P, maybe two levels better than PJ Walker. PJ Walker's not a top 50 quarterback in the NFL. Jacoby Brissett is the back end of the top 30. Jacoby Brissett makes a lot of sense right now. One other option that I see is as there's more than one other option, but another realistic option. Andy Dalton, bring the red rifle back to the AFC North. Now, how much does Andy Dalton have left in the tank? I'm not sure. Um, one of one of our colleagues here at Bet Rivers, Max Gotro, he's a big Saints fan, watched him play last year. He didn't think he had much left. He's a lot older than Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett uh, will turn 31 at the end of the season. Andy Dalton... Uh, is going to turn 36 next week. So he's old. He came in one game for Carolina this year. Had to throw 58 passes in that game. Uh, threw two touchdowns and no picks. He played well. Last year, 18 touchdowns, nine picks. Uh, for the most part in his career, he's been a two-to-one touchdown to interception guy. He's had some, you know, he's, he's had up and down seasons. And it's been a while, but but in 2022, last year in New Orleans, he still threw 18 touchdowns and, and nine picks in 14 starts and completed 67% of his passes last year. For his career, 63%. 246 touchdowns, 144 picks. He's seen it. He's been it. He's been a pro bowler. I get it. He's not a great option. But he's an option. Andy Dalton will give you better quarterback play than P.J. Walker by a good deal. So who's the best of those two? It's hard to say. I think I would. I, I think Andy Dalton is better still than Jacoby Brissett. He's played some already this year, but Brissett's been in this system and knows the players. I think they're both decent options. I'll throw in one more here. We talk about the... Um, Vikings at this point not dumping. Well, what about the Titans? Is Ryan Tannehill an option? I am not a Ryan Tannehill fan at all. He's 35 years old, same as Dalton. He's been pretty miserable so far this year. Um, He's completed only 62% of his passes. It's the third worst of his career and his worst since 2015. He's thrown two touchdowns, six picks. 
You know, a guy when he first got to Tennessee had been playing really well. First two years, 55 touchdowns and 13 picks. But since the start of the 21 season, 36 touchdowns, 26 picks. It's an option. I don't love it. I would rather have, even though Tannehill's been a starter and been, you know, better more recently than the other guys, uh, I would rather get Dalton or Brissett than Tannehill. I just think Tannehill is something that, you know, maybe they consider as well. I wouldn't. They might. You know, overall career numbers similar to Andy Dalton. Um, I think Andy Dalton and Jacoby Brissett know who they are at this point. I'm not sure Ryan Tannehill does. I think I think Dalton and uh, Brissett are the best fits. In terms of free agents, listen, there's a reason. Everybody keeps mentioning Carson Wentz. And obviously Carson Wentz, at times in his career, has played very well. But... <clears throat> Guys, it's hard to believe he's already 30. Um, He was really bad last year. It's amazing. You know, from 17 to 19 with Philly, guy was accurate. He threw uh, 81 touchdowns and 21 picks from 17 to 19. And then he was awful in 2020. With the Colts in 2021, he... Had 27 touchdowns and seven picks, but he choked down the stretch. He choked in every big spot. Uh, last year, it was ugly with Washington. He got benched, and that's been it. And there's a reason, like, he, he his reputation is not great. And he hasn't played in a while. So it's an option because you don't have to give up anything besides money. But I, I think uh, Carson Wentz is... A bad option. A bad option. He's he's thrown 44 passes in the last calendar year. Ironically, the last 28 he threw were against the Browns in October in the in, on New Year's Day this year. That's the last game he played, and we all remember how awful he was in that game. Three picks. Really bad. So it's an option. Matt Ryan can't play anymore. Tom Brady's not coming out of retirement to play for the Browns. I think when you look at it, the two options with with Cousins to me now kind of falling off the table with the Vikings win, I think the two best options are Brissett and Dalton. And even though neither guy is exciting, if the Browns can play defense – the way they've played it for the majority of this season, and if they can run the ball well, you can get to you can get to the playoffs with Dalton or Brissett, or they can help you get there. Now, in the end, to win there, you're gonna need better than that at quarterback. I I don't think you can get to to a Super Bowl. You know, for years I would have said there's no chance you get to the Super Bowl with Dalton or Brissett. Because defense seems to be trending in the right direction and the Browns have played very well defensively, I'll leave open the possibility, but it's unlikely. If you're going to have a chance, you got to get Watson back and healthy at some point this year. If you have Dalton or Brissett, you have time to let him heal. Hopefully that can happen. Who knows? I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to play one on this podcast on TV. 
That's going to do it for me now. Thanks to Brian Monzo, as always, for producing. Thanks to all of you for watching. I'll talk to you later in the week. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.